Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and delighted to be back on the show again today. And uh, today we're going to talk about success as a state of mind with Max Bolker. But before we start doing that, um, I'd like to uh, say a thank you. A thank you to twice Everest climber, adventurer and speaker Kathy O'Dowd, who joined us last week for what I thought was a, a fascinating show. And I'm so pleased that many people um, sent me messages to say that they really enjoyed it too. So please do keep your comments coming. I'd love to receive them. They're really appreciated. Get in touch with me on Facebook, Twitter, or email me in person even to chris at bemoreachievemore.com. Um, I'm also delighted to report that exceptional mountaineer and speaker Nigel Vardy, who we had on the show last year, you can check him out at mrfrostbite.com, is recovering very well after his surgery on one of his frostbitten feet. Um, I mentioned that last uh, week as well. Um, I'm also really pleased that he'll be joining my Achiever Program event in Leicestershire, England, in person on June the 11th to inspire us. Now you can find out more about the Achiever Program via the banner on this show site, or again, just email me, chris at bemoreachievemore.com. Finally, before today's show, I want to send a special mention to my, my good friend, Graham Kirby, who should be back home from hospital today. Uh, Graham, keep smiling and see you soon, mate. So, success is a state of mind. Now, success is measured in many different ways, you know, including money, possessions maybe, relationships, family, health. How we view success and, more importantly, how we pursue it has significant implications in our lives. Now, if you asked maybe a thousand different people their definition of success, you might get a thousand different answers. And that's why I choose to keep revisiting the subject of success with a number of experts because they all bring a unique perspective to it. Now, success, it can be a lifelong quest and it could be a, a bitter disappointment. What's worse, you might already be successful and not even know it. Attaining success requires understanding how to set goals as well as how to handle obstacles, setbacks, and sometimes even failure. It applies to all areas of life, um, including, of course, you know, how we go about achieving more. Now, success can bring us tremendous pleasure, a sense of well-being, or it can even exacerbate our fears and bring on some you know, disappointment and despair. Now, our guest today, Max Bolker, knows a lot about success. 
He's a 30-year veteran of the financial services industry. He formed a very successful nationwide financial planning and investment consulting firm in the United States. Along the way, he learned many important lessons which apply to every aspect in life. Now, in his personal life, Max simultaneously became a 30-year practitioner, student and teacher of Ayurveda a 5,000-year holistic science of life from India. Now, on my honeymoon in Sri Lanka, I remember um, hearing about uh, Ayurveda, so it'd be interesting to find a little bit about, about that today. But you know, applying what he's learned from these two fields, Max has helped thousands of people from all walks of life with his down-to-earth approach, practical approach to personal growth and professional success. His advice applies to everyday life, business, as well as investing. Uh, Max appears in the book Success is a State of Mind, along with Les Brown, Mark Victor Hansen, and Deepak Chopra. Uh, the book is a collection of what some of the most successful people believe about success. He's also one of the stars of the new film, The Keeper of the Keys. He joins Jack Canfield, Marcy Shimoff, and Dr. John Gray, and a host of other experts, including Derek Mills, who we recently had on the show talking about standards. Now, I've been informed by Max that it's a very entertaining and inspiring film, so I'll be watching it as, uh, as soon as it's available. So, Max Bolker, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Chris. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, pleasure to talk to you. And maybe we could start the show. You know, we, I mentioned in the introduction about there being you know, possibly a thousand different answers from a thousand different people about what success is. I'm, I'm interested to know, what is your definition? Yes, well, it's very interesting. I think precisely because it's so different for different people that it's hard to define. I mean, some people want to travel, some people want to make a lot of money, some people want to be the best parent or grandparent that they can be. That's why success is so elusive, but that's the joy of it. We get to define it. Now, in my book, I came up with what I call 200% success in life, and that is 100% outer achievement along with 100% inner fulfillment. And we're finding that today a lot of people don't have the inner fulfillment. That's the part that's missing for them. So in my book, Chris, if we're not happy, we've missed the very essence of life. If our, if our peace and love and joy and happiness, compassion and kindness are not constantly growing, then we have lost our sense of direction. Uh, I'm just interested in your view on how maybe the sort of the corporate world is sort of takes that sort of a message. Yes, they're warming up to it slowly. <laughs> I have another book in the hopper about love and how love can be the solution to transform all our problems in life, including business problems. So I'm, I'm sticking it out there slowly, calling what's love got to do with it. And of course, we talk about loving what you do and, and loving who you do it for. And it's slowly entering the, the business world and the corporate world. Uh, they, they have to warm up to this word love. But, uh, you know, in business, we talk about having your ideal client profile and things of that nature. That's just another way of asking, well, Chris, who would you love to do business with? Yeah, I was talking with a, a HR director of a, a big company recently, and she was talking about loving your customers. So it was quite nice to, to hear her using language like that. I believe, Chris, in the next, I can't exactly say, but next few years, uh, the qualities that used to be considered too uh, sentimental for business, the qualities of love and, and compassion, will not only enter the mainstream business, but they will become minimum standard requirements for conducting a successful business. I think that's a very positive 
positive move. I really like that idea of a hundred percent success outside and a hundred percent inside because it is absolutely a balance. And you know, the, you meet a lot of people there who've, who've driven for a huge amounts of success externally but aren't happy. And then you also meet people yeah. who, are, who are actually happy and but maybe could enjoy a bit more on the outside. Right. Perhaps. Right. Well, we see this over here in the states, and I'm sure you see it over there in your country. You know, you were in the corporate world, and then now you're doing this wonderful work. But a lot of people will go ahead here in the states. You know, we have a lot of prosperity, even during this little bump in the road that we've hit the last three or four years. We still live in a very prosperous country in a very prosperous time in its history, but people are not happy. And that's the problem. So what they're finding out is that more stuff is not going to be the answer to it. They, they, they find out that there's, there's, there's something else more to life. They're living life on the surface level, but that's not where the joy and the real power and success come from. I wonder if that having that you know, 100% on the outside, 100% on the inside, and where they collide is where you find happiness. Yes. Well, actually, as we can talk about a little bit later on, if you first be happy, then the success will come to you. Dr. Albert Schweitzer said, uh, happiness, uh, success does not lead to happiness, but happiness leads to success. So mm. first become happy and you'll actually attract that success to you. Don't you like to do business with people who are happy? Absolutely. Well, let's be that happy person that other people like to do business with. Absolutely. I don't know if you've come across a book by Charles Barker called The Power of Decision. Um, it's a book I, I, I really love. And he, he talks in there. It's, a, it's an old book. And he, he says that you know, happiness is a decision. Um, so I think what you're saying there That's is right. you've got to decide to be happy. That's right. And it affects every area of life. Absolutely. Now, now I know that you know, I think there's... You know, to be able to accept these things and, and you know, about, you mentioned love in the workplace and those sort of things, it's kind of like a, a, a development of consciousness that's going on in the world right now and, and, and yeah. a, a kind of awareness and that's probably you know, an awareness of the internal versus the external. I know consciousness is important to you. Um, we've talked about it and I wonder if you might want to define from your perspective what consciousness is and how it relates to mm -hmm. success in life and business. Yes, you nailed it, Chris. In one word, consciousness is awareness. And pure consciousness is pure awareness. See, we talked about people living life on that surface level, not really becoming aware of the subtleties of life. But that really is where the power and success and the fun are. So consciousness is a state of awareness or a state of beingness, just being, as opposed to doing or thinking or talking. or uh, it, under, it, it underlies all of that. And physics is now starting to verify what they call the unified field, which is just consciousness or existence itself. So it turns out that all lack of fulfillment, see that other 100% that we're missing, all suffering in life, even if we achieve some outer degree of success in the world, maybe it's money or travel or material goods, any lack of fulfillment that we still have is just due to that inability of a way to tap into that unlimited creative intelligence which is already present within each and every one of us. So consciousness is the secret of success as well as the foundation of fulfillment. Our thoughts, our attitudes, our beliefs literally create the experience of our reality. The inner precedes the outer and raising one's consciousness or awareness, expanding that awareness, turns out to be the very 
basis for achievement and fulfillment. Wow. Uh, you talk there about, uh, about things like um, you know, beliefs um, in, that, in that statement there. And I'm just interested to know, you know can you, let's, let's talk about maybe some of the limiting beliefs that people might have that maybe hold them back from that, that stream of consciousness that you just articulated sure. so beautifully. Sure. Um, you know, because that many people might actually hold, if that makes sense. Well, I could back it up even one step here. Before we even talk about the beliefs, there, there's a success mindset that I have found over the 30 years of working with both my financial clients and my business clients, and now I'm a consultant to the financial services industry. There's a certain mindset of successful people, and it really comes down to two sets of beliefs. Number one, do you believe it's possible? Now, a lot of people at first will say it's impossible to do it, but they're just being negative because when you point it out to them that the guy down the street is doing it, it becomes pretty tough to argue with it, that it's impossible. You know, uh, somebody's uh, doing exactly what you want to do, so how can you say it's impossible? The second belief of successful people is that they believe they deserve it. And this is where a lot of people get hung up. Do you really believe? Deserve? Do you believe that you deserve to double your income or triple your income or write that bestseller or even find the perfect mate for you or have a successful family and a career or perfect health uh, or, or make a lot of money in spite of bad health? I mean, what are the core beliefs that you hold? So number one, we have to take personal responsibility for our life, for everything we say, everything we think, everything we feel. And Chris, this is very difficult. I get a lot of pushback from people on this. They say, well, Max, I agree with you 50% or 60% or 70%, but you don't understand. I love it when they say, you don't understand. And then they proceed to tell me their story, which is trying to reinforce their negative self-limiting core beliefs. So number one, they got to take responsibility. Very good. I think uh, there's some good learning in there. And, and I, it, what got me sort of thinking during that was um, I often, when I'm mentoring um, entrepreneurs about do, sort of realizing their potential through their businesses and, and, and growing their businesses, one of the, the pushbacks you know, I often get is that, um, I, you know, I can't, if I'd love to grow this business and it would be fabulous. However, what it means is that I won't have the time then to spend with my family. And, and you know, the reality is I, I know people who are extremely successful with their businesses, but they don't necessarily uh, do that uh, at the cost of their family. In fact, we had somebody on the show recently who's grown his business over 40% for the last eight years running, and he has 12 weeks a year off with his kids. Absolutely. Jack Canfield, <laughs> the co-star of our movie, uh, does a retreat in Maui every year. I mean, he's, he's all over the world, but he takes vacations. But actually, the myth is this. That the, the more successful you are, the more time off you can take if you structure it right. That's a wonderful belief to have. Yes. I mean, look at it. Look at the most successful people. They can take off whenever they want. Let, let's take Oprah Winfrey. Has this famous, well, she used to have this everyday TV show. But she'd take the whole summer off. And she'd take two weeks of Christmas off. And so on and so forth. More than the guy who works in a cubicle or at a manufacturing plant 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And he can't miss a day or he can't pay his bills. Yeah. So 
who takes more time off? Going to set that as an intention. So that's fascinating, and we'll continue the conversation after the break. We have a commercial break now. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you lead a team of any kind, you need to listen to this show. Tune in to Leading with Emotional Intelligence, hosted by Esther Orioli. Esther provides you with the tools and techniques you need to harness the power of EQ to stop setting goals and start changing behaviors in your organization. Get the latest concepts in EQ from a top-of-the-house perspective and have your questions answered on air. Leading with Emotional Intelligence is broadcast live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchievemore.com. I'm with Max Bolker, and we're talking about success is a state of mind. So, Max, we were talking before the break about um, some of the self-limiting beliefs people have. What have you found from all of your experience to be the belief system of really successful people? Well, it's very interesting, Chris, because we were talking about taking responsibility. And, you know, psychologists tell us that we only use 10 or 15% of our brains. And that's actually a myth. We, we actually use 100% of our brains. They can hook you up now and see everything lighting up depending on the, the function we're talking about. But neurologists will readily admit that they don't understand how 90% of the brain works. What's the connection between the brain working and complex behavior functions? So what the psychologists have said is, if we don't understand 90% of it, we're going to assume that we're not fulfilling 90% of, uh, of our destiny. So as we understand more, then we can proactively and consciously use it to fulfill our destiny. So what this means, Chris, is that 85 or 90% of everything we're thinking is subconscious. We're not aware of it. We are literally unconscious of it, and that's the problem. So we have these self-limiting negative core beliefs that we're not even aware of, and I've categorized them into three groups, fear, lack, and struggle. And fear is the biggest one. It's very prevalent in our society today. We're afraid of everything. 
we're afraid that we're afraid of failure, but we're afraid of success. We're afraid of, of that she won't love me, but we're afraid she will. <laughs> <laughs> we're afraid of dying, but we're afraid of living. We're really afraid of pulling out all the stops and living as fully as we can because what happens if we fail? So there's that judgment again. And it usually comes back to we don't think we deserve it. It's interesting how a lot of the uh, the things in the media, the stories in the media that we read, and there's a lot going on in Europe right now around um, sort of the banking system and the state of economies like Greece and Spain and all that, how that fits in. But, you know, a lot of it, it, it drives fear. And, and we talk and, talk and they promote things to, in the media that might make us fearful. And I think it's because we are so preoccupied by it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. When you go on vacation, or I guess you call it holiday, we call it vacation, and you take a week off, you know, one of the biggest things is you feel rejuvenated. It's usually because you're not in tune with the press and the media, which stimulates that fear. Yes, it's, it's lack of workload, but a lot of it is just disconnecting from that fear, which is really generated by all the institutions, the media, businesses, government, religion. They pretty much have a basis in fear. So, so are you saying then that – because I asked the question I asked you was about the belief system of successful people. Are you saying that their the belief system uh, excludes fear, lack, and struggle? No, sir. They, <laughs> they're not in denial. What they do is they see the fear and they transcend it. They heal the fear and they act anyway. In other words, they have courage to act in the face of fear. They understand there's a recession. They understand what's going on out there, but they don't let it paralyze them. They work around it. They transcend those obstacles and have the courage to take action despite the fear. Great. Uh, and I guess I can, you know, I can relate to that with this radio show. I mean, before I, a few years ago, before I started doing teleseminars and things like that, I can remember being very fearful of doing it. Um, yes. I, I have no fear at all now. Yes. Well, a lot of the most uh, impressive companies were started in the Great Depression here in the States in the 1930s. They are now the mega corporations of the world. And we've got another one going online today. Facebook is having their initial yeah. public offering in the, in the middle, <clears throat> excuse me, in the middle of a 12-week uh, decline in the U.S. stock market. 11 of the last 12 weeks, the stock market has gone down. People are running for fear of their life, thinking, oh, maybe I should pull all my money out for the summertime and see what happens till the elections here in the U.S. in the fall. And here's Facebook saying, here we are, buy us, we're red hot. You know? <laughs> so they're being that contrarian, they're being courageous in the face of everybody's fear, and I think they're going to be a huge success. I think you're right, and they're, they're courageous in the way they turn up in their, in their hoodies, and I believe even pajamas to <laughs> some of their meetings. That's right. They've done their homework. It's not an uncalculated risk. It's very calculated, but they've done their homework, their research, and they believe they can make it in this environment. So they don't let the environment dictate what they do. They dictate their own destiny. They're taking 100% personal responsibility. But fear can paralyze people, and the way out of fear can be very, very um, easy if you know how. There are mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and energetic ways to heal the fear. See, the way to overcome fear is that you don't overcome it. You have to heal it. You have to face your fear. See, in, a, in this country, Chris... We are taught to ignore our fears, to deny our fears, and to go the other way. 
<clears throat> excuse me, because we're hardwired for it. Back in caveman days, when the tiger showed up at the cave, the men didn't form a support group and explore their feelings. They just went out and killed the tiger. That was their job, where they put a rock in front of the cave, and then they went out and, and killed the buffalo to eat. Today, when the danger exists only in our heads, when the tiger exists only in our heads, I mean, really, you know, we're not starving. You know, we're not, most of us here are not starving, uh, but, but we're afraid we're going to starve. We're afraid we're not going to get to retirement. This fear is just in our heads. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you fight or flee. Wherever you go, that danger, that fear is still going to be in your head because you haven't dealt with it. So what we have to do is we have to get real so we can he feel it and then we can heal it. And that's the way to sidestep and heal the fear uh, instead of overcoming it. And when we do that, success will come to us more easily. Okay, so we get real and we acknowledge that fear. How do we get over it? Yes. Well, as I mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, there's mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and energetic techniques. So number one, let's take some mental techniques. Number one is just realizing the box that <clears throat> all these institutions are putting us in. So just recognizing the fear and disconnecting from the media on a regular basis will help you keep a perspective. But you can also meditate. Meditate is a mental technique for releasing physical stress and fear. So those are two techniques. You can use physical techniques. You can have exercise. You know, we experience the world through our five senses, uh, sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. So you can use any of those senses to bring the body back to balance. And when we do that, the fear goes away. Fear is an imbalance in the body. The mind and the body are connected. When we have fearful thoughts, we generate fearful molecules in the body. Do it enough, we can get a migraine headache. We can get inflammation in certain parts of the body. We can have, um, you know, it, it can show up anywhere in the body. So when we use sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell in the five senses, our diet can bring us back to balance and literally calm the fear. Now, what most people do is they eat what we call comfort foods. Well, that might work, but it's not healthy for you in the long run. There are actually healthy foods that will bring you back to balance. So if, you, if you're craving sweets, instead of having sugar or soda or processed foods, you can put cinnamon on your uh, toast, in your cereal, in your milk, etc. And the sweetness of the cinema, cinnamon will calm the craving, but it's actually good for you. It's an anti-inflammatory. So there are ways to go ahead and physically um, heal the body of the fear. Okay. There's emotional, there's spiritual, there's energetic. We can literally move that fear out of the body. We could do qigong. We can do um, <clears throat> emotional freedom tapping. We can do Reiki. There's a, there's a Hawaiian uh, purification system called Ho'oponopono. Look it up on the internet. It's an ancient Hawaiian system for purification. And when you do the technique, and it's very easy, it's, ve it's not expensive, it's free, it's, it's free, easy, fun, you don't have to get involved. And what happens is you release the fear. So all of these techniques are ways to move the fear, to heal the fear, but we have to face it. Otherwise, it's, it's like trying to keep a beach ball underwater. Sooner or later, that thing's going to pop up, and when it does, all heck breaks loose. We so, have to deal with it. So, <clears throat> so you're talking about sort of dealing, it, dealing 
with it in a, a number of different ways. But I mean, is is taking action on it, just, just making yourself deal with it, is that sidestepping it, or does it catch up with you in the end if you just keep taking action? No, if you face your fears and take the action, that's called having courage. Yeah. And and you will find out about yourself what you're really made of. I know a guy who had to tell his wife, honey, I'm ready for a divorce. It almost killed him. It was his biggest fear. But it turned out he was codependent. And by looking his wife right in the eye, instead of arguing for 10 years, right, he finally faced the issue, faced the music, faced his worst fear and said, honey, this is not working. Very calm, cool, collected and said, I'm willing to get a divorce if that's what you want. Now, this was the worst thing this guy could ever think of. Guess what? When he did it, his wife reacted in such a way that said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I love you. And then it's my fault. And I'm healing. And they're closer together than ever before by facing their fears because it turned out they were codependent. So by willing, be willing to separate and break apart, they broke that codependency. And yet it took facing their worst fear. In a business setting, it might be facing your boss and saying, this is how I feel about something. And you'll be amazed at the results. It, it's a, sitting on the fence can be a very painful place to be, can't it? I have learned, Chris, in 30 years of working with clients that hard work will not kill you, but worry and fear can. So, so those techniques that you described, meditation and exercise and um, this mind-body connection, uh, they, um, they take away some of the, uh, the risks, uh, the, the side effects that you might feel of some things like fear. Yes, you heal the fear. You find out about yourself. Yeah. It, the Greek said, know, know thyself, and everything is coming down to consciousness, to opening up that other 85%. Consciousness is awareness, and the place to start is awareness of yourself. We've, we've got about, about three, minutes three minutes until we until go we to a commercial break. Um, I just wonder if you want to explain what Ayurveda is. Sure. Ayurveda, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A, is, is a Sanskrit word comes from India, from Sanskrit, and it literally means a science of life. Ayur means life in Sanskrit, and Veda means science or knowledge or wisdom. So Ayurveda is a 5,000-year-old holistic science of life that comes from India, the ancient Vedic tradition in India. And it teaches us how to live in harmony with the laws of nature. There's a natural order of things. There are seasons, there are physical laws, there are metaphysical laws, uh, keeping the body balanced, keeping our relationships balanced. Uh, there's certain ways to work and eat and so forth. And Ayurveda lays all this out in a very natural, effortless way. It's, it, they have a, in places like Sri Lanka, where I, I've been, um, they have a, a wonderful sort of view and behavior towards things like wildlife. I, I thought it was you know, great. They, if, if, elephant, if elephants want to roam, they, they roam. They have as much right to be yes. there as human beings. Is that, is that all part of this? Um, oh, absolutely. Concept? There's a sacredness of life. There's an underlying spirituality there. You go to India and there's a billion people and they're sitting in the streets and they're on top of each other 24 hours a day. Nobody's angry. Nobody's in rage. There's no road rage. And they have six lanes driving with no, no lines in between. And they're all just going back and forth. It looks like chaos. But nobody gets stressed out about it because they understand the principle of karma and spirituality that what you do to somebody else comes back in your life. Mm. 
Fascinating. I don't know that I'd want to spend much time driving on their roads, though. They have a lot of <laughs> high a death toll. <laughs> it's a trip. I couldn't drive when I was there. You hire a driver. because There's no mirrors on the side. They've all been cut off because they've all been hit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that relaxed about things. Great. Yeah. Well, we're going to go over to commercial break again, and we shall be back again in a few minutes. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com and cc1consulting.com, and I'm um, delighted to have Max Balker with me. We're talking about success is a state of mind. And Max, I'm really interested now to move on to understanding your four-step formula for achieving more success. Yes. Well, it's very simple. Number one, we have to have the desire. We have to be very clear on what we want. Most people, Chris, focus on what they don't want. And I can tell all your listeners right now, how to change their lives instantly, right here, right now, in two words. Don't complain. Don't complain, don't gossip, don't criticize, and don't be surprised if you have nothing to talk about the first few days, because that's how much creatures of habit we are. We're just so ingrained, because misery loves company, right? Or it goes back to what we were talking about before, where they say, well, Max, but you don't understand. And then their ego proceeds to tell me all of the extenuating circumstances in their life, which is really just the story they're telling themselves and choose to tell themselves in order not to take 100% personal responsibility. So step one is don't complain, 
focus on what you want. Be very clear on what you want. Okay? Yep. Step two is take the action. Take the action because nothing's going to happen until we take that action. That's why we were talking before about becoming fearless. It's really not about becoming fearless. It's about becoming courageous and taking the action despite the fear. Successful people take action. Many times they're willing to take the action that unsuccessful people are unwilling to take. If you take the action, the universe is going to respond, I absolutely guarantee it. It may not always respond the way your ego wants it to, but it will respond. It's a, it's a uh, law of physics. It's Newton's third law of physics. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So absolutely, there's going to be a response. And we can use other paradigms to look at this. In computers, we talk about garbage in, garbage out. So if you don't like the output, just change the input. And if this whole thing is too fearful for you, too personally judging, just call it effective outcome development. You know, you don't like what's coming out, change what's going in. We talked about India a little bit. They call it karma. That just means action, good action and bad action. And in the West, Western religion and Christianity, they call it, as you sow, so shall ye reap. And... You know, so it's all the same thing. It's just the action and reaction. So that's step number two. You have to take action. Step number three is you have to let go of your emotional attachment to the results. Okay? Everybody is afraid of failure and they're judging themselves and everyone else around them. You've got to give up the judgment. Just take the action and then let go. If, you, if it doesn't come out the way you want, just do it again, which is step four. Rinse and repeat. Just do it again and keep adjusting the strategy until it works. You know, Jack Canfield, the co-star of our movie, you know, he's the <clears throat> co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul series, wildly successful all over the world. Jack always wanted to live a celebrity lifestyle. He used to lay in bed when he was a teacher, making a teacher salary, and he used to po- paste a, a million-dollar check on the wall, uh, on the ceiling above his bed and look at it and visualize that. So... You have to take the action, let go, and rinse and repeat, and keep taking the action until you get closer and closer to your goal. Fantastic. So be, so be very clear on what you want, and stop complaining is the message that I, I take from that, and I think yeah. that's very, very powerful. Stop complaining. Don't complain or criticize. Take the action, then uh, let go of the attachment. And I think that's very, a very powerful one. It's, it's something when I first discovered that uh, concept, it had a huge impact on me. It, it actually meant I could go and do what was right rather than maybe for, for a client, rather than maybe trying to win some extra piece of work. It's you know, just let go of the emotional attachment. If you don't get it, move on. And then yeah, rinse and repeat. So great uh, four steps there. Um, I'm just wondering for... Um, someone who's maybe tr- feels they've tried everything, they maybe feel that like they've rinsed and repeated over and over again, but they still seem stuck. What do they do? Yeah, yeah, that's the million dollar question, isn't it, Chris? So, in a word, in the phrase, double your goal. Double your goal. And I know this takes you by surprise, may take the listeners by surprise, but it's a stretch. It even ruffles a few feathers, but I think in this case, a few feathers have to be ruffled. Double the goal because we got to shake up that belief system. It'd be a contrarian. You know, we said you got to do something different. In fact, you got to do something opposite. Recognize that everything you think, do, and say carries an energy with it. 
carries an energy with it. And we don't want that energy to be negative, and we certainly don't want it to get stuck in our bodies and cause disease. So when we double the goal, you know, what do most people do when they get stuck? They either, you know, give up or they compromise their goals or they just keep pushing and being attached and knocking their head against the wall. But all of those options violate my first rule of goal setting, which is to think big. I don't teach people to think big unless it becomes really difficult or hard for you. Then you can shrink from your goals. You can shrink from your dreams. I mean, can you imagine uh, Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook or Steve Jobs or Michael Jordan saying, well, let's set reasonable goals. We want to take too many chances here. Things are getting difficult. Let's take a few years off and backtrack. No, they double their goal. And the reason is what you put your attention on grows stronger in your life. So when you get stuck and you're doing rinse and repeat and it's not happening even though you're not attached to it it's just the fact is it's not working the problem is we're looking in the wrong place we're looking too low the universe is saying look higher look in a higher place this is why when you're taking a shower and your mind is nice and relaxed and you just say well i wonder what it would take to do twice as much the ideas start to flow you start to see things, read things, notice things, see people, and go places that you never would have done before because the blinders are off, the selective perception is off. Mm. I, I, the concept that I may be familiar to you that um, I found intriguing was when I, um, I, I read a particular book and it suggested that you know, ideas may be looking for you as much as you're looking for them. And in fact, an idea comes into your mind, is, uh, it wouldn't actually be there if you weren't capable of achieving it. Yes. Uh, and, and I just love that thought because um, it, it, it does, if, if you believe that and you choose to believe that in your belief system, then anything's possible, isn't it? Chris, opportunities, or we might even say miracles, are flashing in front of our eyes in the real physical world every single day. But we've got our head down. We can't see it. I'm just asking you to pick your head up by doubling your goal. And just You've got your business plan. You're working your plan. You know what you want to do, and that's fine. But just ask yourself in the back of your mind, well, what would it take to do double that? Well, I'd have to get a new office. I'd have to move. I'd have to do this. I'd have to get a staff. I'd have to do this. Okay. So that's what it would look like to double your goal. Now we, at least we know we can visualize what it's going to take, where, where we go from there. Before you get to that stage... Nothing's going to happen. But what happens is you all of a sudden read an article on the Internet or you meet somebody and they say, Chris, I'm looking for somebody who wants to do X, Y, Z if you know anybody. And you go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. That's me. I was just thinking about that yesterday when I asking myself, what would it take to double my goal? So the universe starts to move and, and support you in a very synchronistic way. But you have to be clear on what you want. And then if you're getting stuck, just double the goal and ask, what if? What would it take? Great advice. Great advice. I, <clears throat> I recently decided that I wanted um, a new assistant. And um, I decided the kind of person I was looking for. And believe it or not, I actually met her walking my dog. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Some, something, something was helping me. Um, mm -hmm. not, not a place I would normally go to uh, look to recruit somebody, but um, so far if you're out very walking well. your If you're out walking your dog and all you're thinking about is, oh my gosh, I can't find an assistant. Oh my gosh, there's no good people out there. Oh, it's terrible, terrible. That, that assistant is going to walk right by you and you won't even notice. Mm -hmm. But if you're just walking the dog, you had the thought, now you don't complain, you let go, take the action. 
it doesn't matter if you're walking a dog or anything else, the assistant's going to trip over you. It's going to happen. So I want to just ask you, I know that um, you say when you talk about success, we've got two minute, only two minutes, I'm afraid, till commercial break, but it's that you should be, do, have instead of do, have, be. Do you think you can explain that in a couple of minutes? <laughs> in two minutes? Let's do it. Okay, I love this because the name of your show is Be More and then Achieve More. See, most people have it backwards. They adhere to do, have, be. First, they're going to do. They're going to take the action. Then if they have or get what they want, then they're going to be happy. But that's backwards. The real way that the world works is for success, attaining success, is be, do, have. <coughs> First, be. Okay, be happy. Be passionate. Be committed. Be enthusiastic. I call it working your pecs. Be passionate. Be enthusiastic. Be committed. Then do. Take the action. And then you're going to have success. What most people do is they'll dip their toe in the water kind of half-heartedly and see if it works. And if it works, then they'll make a little more commitment. And then a little more commitment. Well, it's going to take forever to get there if you ever do. But if you be that happy person that other people are attracted to, if you are passionate, enthusiastic, committed, people will be attracted to you. Now you take the action and the success is going to come. So I was thrilled when I heard that the, your show was Be More, Achieve More. Then say achieve more and then be happy. Absolutely not. Those, I think it probably actually reflects quite nicely your, your 200%. Absolutely. 100%, well, the, the be more, and then we have the achieve more on the outside. So Yeah, I came up with that because I saw a lifetime of people who were achieving the 100% outer achievement, accomplishment, and they weren't happy. Their health, their family, their attitude was all wrong. It was, they were not happy. So in my book, they missed the whole point of it. Be happy first. Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And this is counterintuitive because we're so focused on goal setting and doing, doing, doing. Focus on what you want to be, the kind of person you want to be in the midst of this recession, in the midst of this divorce, in the midst of this poor health. What kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who beats up on your wife, makes everybody around you miserable, puts out negative vibes? Do you really think that's going to attract success and health and happiness to you? So first, be calm, be settled, be happy, don't complain, be enthusiastic, uh, passionate, committed. Then take the action. Burn the boats. You want to take the island, you've got to burn the boats, as Tony Robbins says. Fantastic. Be successful. Great. We're going to go to another commercial break. We'll be back again with you shortly. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. 
Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel or listen on demand to our archived shows. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is uh, Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchievemore.com with uh, Max Bolker. We're talking about success as a state of mind. Um, Max, we were talking before the break about um, putting be, do, have instead of do, have, be um, in terms of the keys to success. And, and I just think those principles are really important from a corporate perspective as well. I, I wonder what you might, um, your take might be on it. Yeah, it's very interesting. In, in, in the corporate world, Chris, they're coming along very quickly these days. And they understand that personal development is a basis for professional success. You can have all the skills you want but uh, on the job. But if your head's not screwed on straight, uh, you're, you're not going to last long. You're not going to contribute to the bottom line. So many large corporations are emphasizing personal development. And it's very interesting. They love the word spirit as far as team spirit. You've got to have a good spirit. And they mean positive attitude. But if you add the, the suffix spirituality, they're still a little skittish. But it's coming. It's coming. So we can have a good spirit, just don't get spiritual on me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming. I think in the next few years, uh, you're going to see this. Mm. I, I was reading about, the, 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 about Facebook uh, this week, and with, obviously you mentioned it in the show already. And, and I think also that sort of being more, um, I mean, with Facebook, interestingly, in ter- financially, they chose to invest very heavily in really upping the user experience of the interface. Yeah. And, um, and that's, you know, it looks beautiful now, the new timeline. I mean, for those of us who had many websites on there, it was quite costly, that change. Um, right. But it looks beautiful. And they've, they really have invested heavily in upping that user experience. And I would kind of argue that, you know, maybe that is about being more. And ultimately, yes. in the longer term, they will achieve more because it's you know, even more special for the user. It's not financially driven uh, in terms of nope. extracting maximum cash out of you. Does that make sense? It's not financially driven, but it's going to result in more, in more money for them. Ultimately, yeah. yeah. And now they're shareholders as of a couple hours ago when they went public. Yeah, it's focused on the experience. Every successful company now has to focus on the experience. Apple, you know, uh, they have these products that are just wonderful as far as user experience and user interface. And that's what drives the company. The technology is out there, but how do you use it? How do you package it for experience? So even in our businesses where we have, uh, we consult with institutions and individuals and help them become more successful, what's the experience we give them? That's why I do one-on-one mentoring and group coaching. I don't just sell them a book or a system because they're going to read it, put it aside, and nothing's going to happen. Their experience is not going to be good, and they're not going to get the results. Mm. 
Yes, couldn't couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, I think it's interesting from from my perspective with Be More Achieve More. I considered co- using that for my corporate brand. However, you know, in doing some checks with my corporate customers, that you know, this whole idea of being more, they're still not quite there yet. It's not doesn't no, sound. But, but they, no, but they bring speakers like us in all the time on on how to develop trust. So what they're saying is, you be trustworthy. Yeah. Right or. Um, you know, be a team leader, be positive. They're saying be happy. You know, we talk about an ideal client profile. You know, everybody has to serve their clients. Who would you love to do business with? You know, we say find a need and fill it in the marketplace. Well, isn't that the, the, the Christian Judeo principle of uh, giving? As you sow, so shall ye reap. Uh, that giving is the basis of any relationship. And if you don't like religion, we can talk in terms of physics. For every uh, action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Find a need and fill it. Same thing. Mm. So it's, it's pure. Ec- See, what's going on now is that business and religion and philosophy and science are all merging together in our lifetime. And, and that's why they have this unified field. And we're saying everything comes down to consciousness and what, who you are. See, we really don't attract to us what we think about all day long. It goes deeper than that. We attract into our lives who we are at the core level. So you could be sitting there affirming all day long, I am a king, I am a king, I am a king, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich. And I'm sitting there going, no, you're not. You're delusional. You can't, and you're broke. You can't even pay your bills. Because while you're affirming one thing, Right, your core being is one of fear. Oh my gosh, what if I don't make the bills? What if this? And that fear is putting out that energy. That's who you are at the core of your being, and that's why you're not attracting the success. So we've got to get to that core, face the fears or any other self-limiting core beliefs, the lack and the struggle, which we didn't talk that much about, and heal those. And then the energy that you have that you're putting out from the core of your being in your thoughts, in your speech, in your actions, in your health, are all going to change. And then success becomes natural. Success is a, is a natural state for us. Happiness is a natural state. And I guess when you, when you put a number of people together who are in that former state that you described, and sometimes we do that and we call it a business, and if we, if we aren't wise leaders, um, we don't help people... Uh, move to a, a positive state as a group, um, then it is no wonder why some organizations in, in certain sectors uh, succeed and in the same sector others fail. The old way of doing business is rapidly falling by the wayside. Uh, within one more generation, all these old companies that are based on fear and a hierarchy that no longer works, it's falling apart by the wayside. And you see the Facebooks, and you see Apple. And, and they don't have to be high-tech companies. Those are just two examples. But, you know, Federal Express is worldwide and a huge success, you know, because they have uh, a corporate structure that works better. So I would call it a more enlightened business. Great. And I, I think, therefore, as a, when there is a lot of change going on at the moment... Um, that we see, actually, 
I, you know, I wonder whether a lot of that change will ultimately result in a better world, as you've just articulated. Absolutely. It just so, looks bad now because all the, all the old stuff is falling by the wayside. But what's left is going to be what's supposed to be here, all the good, enlightened things. So let's, let's, uh, let's maintain our happiness and not be affected by that and, uh, and actually look to where it may be taking us. Dealing with all the rapid change in the world, socially, politically, economically, is of utmost importance. Fantastic. So I would, I would have people meditate, stay calm and centered, no matter what the outside world looks like it's doing to you, and just remain calm Fantastic. and focused on what you want. Fantastic. We've got about 30 seconds for you to, if you've got anything, you'd find a final point you want to leave our listeners with, or was that? Yes. No. I always have more to say. <laughs> Change your attitude and you'll change your life. I promise you. Life has no meaning other than what we give it. We decide what's important to us. That's how we started the conversation. Success is what's working for you. So how's it working for you? And if it's not, I urge you to take 100% personal responsibility for how you got here and where you are and where you want to go because everything you think, do, and say is a reflection of your consciousness. Success really is a state of mind. Fabulous. Change your attitude and change your life. Success is I guarantee it. It's uh, been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Max. Thank you, Chris. Same here. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on the show. You're very welcome. And if you want to find out more about Max Bolker, go to uh, www.maxbolker.com. That's B-O-L-K-A.com. Um, Max, maxbolker.com. Um, so just want to say a huge, a huge thank you again to Max. Um, and on next week's show, we're going to have a world first. Um, we've got full potential branding expert Helen Irwin. Now, Helen could be described as a best set quest secret because she's chose to do her business very quietly, but she's carved out a reputation with a select and extremely influential global audience. I mean, the leaders of some of the world's most iconic brands look to her to help them release the potential in the brands that they have. I've known her for about 20 years. And I've watched her and her business just absolutely flourish. So I'm delighted to have her next week um, talking about full potential branding. Expect an inspiring and content-rich show. If any questions or feedback, please send them to me. You can send them to my personal email if you like, chris at bemoreachievemore.com. Leave comments on my Facebook. Connect with me on Twitter. Um, Facebook.com slash bemoreachievemore. Um, or connect with me on Twitter, Chris D. Cooper. Um, or there's also a Twitter site at bemoreachievemore.com. More, uh, be more underscore achieve but please um, contact me and uh, share any comments that you've got so thanks again Max and I really look forward to talking to you all again um, next week we thank you for listening to be more achieve more please join your host Chris Cooper again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific time on the Voice America Business Channel enjoy your week Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com.